my life. My name is Brennan. And joining me tonight is Nicole. Hello. And Mama Kay. Hi, everybody. And tonight we have a host pick. And if those have not listened to a host pick episode, it's where one of the hosts here forces the other hosts to watch something of their choosing. It can be anything that's movie length or shorter, and it just has to be available streaming in one of the major streaming services or otherwise free online. So yeah, instead of doing a movie this time, I chose to do a long overdue topic, which is Black Mirror, because I... Love all, well, not every episode of Black There's one episode of Black Mirror I don't like, and then I like the other 23 to varying degrees. Isn't uh, that every show you've ever watched, though? It's like if there's something you really, really love, there's always that one episode. Oh, yeah. And the fandom and, usually, like, agrees on exactly what episode that is. Which is, Black Mirror, like, everyone has different, like, top fives and top tens, because the, oh, really? once you get... Yeah, because, like, they the, the, variety, the variety of quality is... It's everything is really, really high. Like everything is very, very good. So like the two that we picked, they're both in my top five, but I've seen them as low as, you know, the the mid teens. But there is one episode that's every, in everyone's bottom five. Uh, it's called the Waldo moment. Anyone who's seen those, <laughs> anyone who see Black Mirror, that's, that is not a good episode. You must agree most, with that. Sounds like it's a most, most, situation. almost everyone will agree. That's one of the worst, but, every, but beyond that, the other 22, 23, whatever many there are, they are everywhere. Like I've seen a lot of different ones in the top. So, uh, okay. I, uh, I've obviously seen these two before, probably these two, the, some of the most, and then I've seen all of them multiple times. Nicole, I think I've made you watch pretty much every episode at least once at some point. Correct. Oh, Wow. Um, yes, that is a true statement. Um, I do, I do remember pretty much, I'm going to say 50% of them. I could tell you what they were about. There's a couple that stick out in my head more so than others. And, um, that weren't these two, but I do remember these. Um, but it was good. It was nice to have a refresher on them because, um, you pick up something different every time you watch it. So that was cool. Without revealing. Yeah, but remember, just right now, everybody, listeners, remember um, Nicole's percentage of ones that she remembers. This is going to be a key factor. Well, I was actually going to say without without saying which one you preferred more on the like because I mean this watch is your freshest, but like which one did you remember more of? The. So saying there, there. I don't remember so the names of them. I don't remember the names of the episodes. DJ. Uh, so there's San Junipero. The there's San Junipero and Hang the DJ. Hang the DJ. Oh, Hang the DJ is the one that I remembered more um, <laughs> in terms of theme, but the, what it looks like, it, I remember San Junipero more. Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. and Mal Gay's never seen any of them before. I don't know why she right. avoided this show. She thought it was going to be scary, so I picked two. <laughs> I would say very non-scary episodes. I mean, I don't really find any of many well, as a couple, but most of them there are not very a, scary. There is a definite, definite scary one. All right, so if I jump on one... this wagon, I'm going to need to know. Okay, I'll yeah. There's two that are like horrorish. One is Black Museum, which is like a antho- uh, an anthology within an anthology. There's three smaller episodes in there, and one of them is very body horror. Uh, and then Mom, the other hey, one, I, if I have to say one thing about that one, and I'm definitely showing my hand here, and I apologize. Uh-oh. Please do not take any mind altering substances before watching that episode. <laughs> Because it's not oh, good. I was very afraid that night. Very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> there 
were there were she thought there were a lot wait, of people breaking but in. Wait, were you? Did you have a residual fear? Like, is this now in your psyche as being like, I cannot I th- watch this again? I think about it sometimes. Oh, okay, all right. I was gonna say, you know, maybe that's how you should approach that episode, but no. not if it's. No, there be- are other episodes where that could be fun, but not that one. <laughs> that, that was, but that's probably the worst one. Either that or the or a play test, which is one about a guy who. Uh, He's testing out a virtual reality video game, and it's like and it's a horror video game. So he's like testing like right. how good how good it is at like finding his hidden fears. Um, but uh, things things go not well. And a lot of Black Mirror episodes, things go not well. But uh, these these two are um, definitely on the more uplifting side in comparison to the rest of the series. Um, so yeah, these are the only two you've seen. Well, you know, so which which one did you uh, find more memorable? Well, okay, since well, you, you had to watch, you said you had to rewatch part of one of them to I just had refresh to reacquaint. Parts. Yeah, I had to reacquaint myself with the general storyline because I watched these a couple of days ago, um, I guess. And when you sent me the text about what time we were going to record, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great," and I was like, "Oh." I only remember one of them. I don't even have the faintest idea what the other one was, which is really intriguing once we get into the uh, what we thought about these. But the one that I remembered was uh, San Jacinto. Um, it was the last San one that Jacinto. I watched. Wait, what's it called? San, San Junipero. San Junipero. Not San Jalapeno. <laughs> well, I already told you I was going to have a problem with this if they pronounced it Jacinto. Or no, no, not Jacinto. What Junipero. I'm dying right now. <laughs> San Jalapeno. <laughs> I decided it's San Jacinto. Um, San, what is it again? Jupiter. All right, that's that's enough. Junipero. All right, so okay, so uh, listen, no, because no one says Junipero. Nobody in America. Uh, if you know Junipero is like, it's like jalapeno. You don't say jalapeno. Um, so I thought that was gonna really bug me in this one, but that's the one I remember. They say it like three or four times. It's it's, it's not a lot. Quite yeah. a mountain. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, based uh, based on a contemporary reworking of the Twilight Zone, Black Mirror is a series of standalone dramas, sharp, suspenseful, satirical tales that explore techno paranoia. So like uh, uh, how huh. so it's a black. Well, yeah, the whole connecting thing of Black Mirror is something they all have to do with some sort of big technology that's going to affect everything that we do and uh a lot of the older ones already have stuff that kind of already happens in the world so it's a decently it's well, decent at predicting which is probably in a not bad a good way thing. well the thing about it is they e- even in that um blurb about what the show's about um not necessarily true because some of these are not standalone in the sense that you need to have seen another one previously because it talks about that same technology or something like that in it if i'm hmm. there's some minor properly. there's some minor building off of uh, other episodes and there's there's several easter eggs and different later episodes from old ones but hmm. if you watched each of these as their own thing and had never seen another one you would still understand That's fair. like they they catch if if a technology is from one from before and they've built on it they catch you up on the technology. Like you, right. every time I, I, that's another thing I've, I'm rarely can, in a show where it's all about weird technologies doing weird stuff. Like I, you know, it, it's, it's got the signature twilight zone twist endings most of the time, but you also generally know what's going on. And, and if you don't know what's going on, the twist is very clarifying. And I think it actually, 
explains things pretty well for the most part. I, it's a very well-written show, which is why I really like it, because I think the writing is the strong suit. But that's enough talking about it before we get into actually spoilers for the two episodes. So we're doing uh, Season 3, Episode 4, San Junipero. And Wait, season... I have one more thing to say. Okay. Isn't there, isn't there a, a movie, too? There is a interactive movie on Netflix called Bandersnatch, uh, where you are okay. watching the movie and well, you're watching. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbunch, but I'll smush together. <laughs> you're, you're really struggling with the with the names on the show. They're really stupid. They're you not Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. <laughs> Whoa, that was close. <laughs> Bandersnatch. It's the name of a video game that they create in the thing. It's a reference to a real whatever. It's it's an interactive movie. So like the character will be sitting at at, uh, at home at the breakfast table, and it'll he'll be like looking at two cereal boxes, and then it'll give you a couple of seconds to pick which one he picks, and then if you pick you pick it, and then he does it in the movie. And so as you know, you would imagine with a format like this, where it's like a choose your own adventure, there's a bunch yeah. of different endings you can achieve. Uh, I have still not achieved all of them because it's a, there are a lot, and there are a lot of pathways you can go down, um, and you end up in like five or six general places. But uh, it's an interesting concept. Amazing. It's that sounds I, fun. I think it's it's pretty solid for the concept. It, there's still some things to work out to make it smoother in the future because I think there are some other things that have tried this before. Um, but it's, I mean, it's it it fits well in a show like this. It's still not my favorite story episode, but uh, it's a fun it's a fun gimmick. It works decently well. They're all on Netflix, Bandersnatch, and the, all the ch- uh, episodes. And we're doing once again <laughs> season three, episode four. We haven't even gotten there. We're so so much. <laughs> still season three. Episode 4, San Junipero. Season 4, Episode 4 is Hang the DJ. Netflix, spoiling those two episodes now. And uh, so which one... How about this? On three, let's start with our favorite episode. And we'll see if we line up. Ready? Three, two, one. Not San San Junipero. (laughs) I don't know if we lined up. I'll have to make it work on the audio. All right, so... so, Two to one. We're starting with Hang the DJ. Um, So, Hang the DJ. uh, Well, I'll I'll do the thing I do on the other anthology that I always bring. I'll, uh, Mama K, explain Hang the DJ. Uh, People choose, I think, to be in this world where you're given a, where the most important thing in your life clearly is your love life and how that turns out. Uh, So you're given a little... uh, clock watch thingy that you pop and they you get set out on dates and uh the the big thing is that this i don't know it's like one of those lights you put in your it's a tap light kind of thing um it, <laughs> that you put in the closet where you it's, a, the it's like a round button that you hit yeah and it but it's very techno looking and so it tell you you bop it once you're with your your new mate having dinner at this place that everyone has dinner um and it tells you how much time you have left with them so i think the then it's the dilemma of why am i only with them for 24 hours or why am i going to be with this person for five years or and it's this couple that meets in the beginning and they obviously hit it off but you have to do whatever the big button says the big button said this is how many years you have there's some trust issues things turn out interestingly at the end how'd i do all right, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so, did you like it? General thoughts? Uh, well, I loved the the minimalism minimalism of it. Um, contrasting these two, it's interesting because one gives you that like 
you know, beaches, Bette Midler, whoosh, whoosh kind of feel about it, plus adding 80s uh, pop music in. And then this one gives you complete, like, minimalist, you know, mo- very modern, contemporary, everything. Architecture, people, everything is very just so. Um, and while that was interesting to watch, um, and I love the little cars, the little, the little tuk-tuks from India, but they weren't tuk-tuks from India and they didn't make any noise. They were beautiful. They reminded me of that other movie that we, that we reviewed where they all go to heaven with Meryl Streep and the other guy and they had to walk, go around on the trams. Oh, defending your life. Yeah. Another movie about heaven. It just reminded me of that for some reason. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can see that. I'll I'll take this over that. I just liked I like the way that looks. It looks very, uh, very fun, very chic. I feel I feel like everyone's in their mid twenties, and it's just very fun. Um, and then the storyline I really liked because I think in you know in the, you know at jump that these two belong together, and then they have to go through uh, a series of different kinds of trials and tribulations. And yeah, so I did. I liked it. Even though the episodes seem kind of similar in that they're, you know, relationship building situations. Um, I picked them because they're, they're very, e- very they are, they're, yeah, I picked them because they're two, they're the two re- most relationship-y, where it's based on two couples with a couple other characters, but, and, mm-hmm. and they're more positive ones. Like, they end in a more positive way than almost any other, like, almost all the other Black Mirror episodes end in a horrible tragedy or really bad things happen. This one is, these two are, I would say, two of the more uplifting ones, even though that's not even Huh. So you think fully... you're going to hook people that haven't seen it on having them watch the two most uplif- uplifting ones? I picked them because I thought I might hook you with the two most uplifting ones. I think you're, not, yeah. If I started with, if I started with the one where... There, spoiler for one of them, I won't say which one, but 300,000 people are murdered by a machine at the end, uh, then, yeah, I don't think you would start with that one. But, uh, yeah. you know. I lived through it, the Infinity War snap. So. <laughs> oh, yes, it was a hard time for all of us. Um, well, for so, half the people it was that were gone. So. Know, I'd say it's harder for people who were left. They had to pick it up. The gone people True. were just gone. Gone people are all just right, gone. Nicole, and when they come it, back, though, it's a wreck. Everything's a, well, everything's a wreck kind of for forever after that. Forever. But, uh, it's like COVID. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Nicole, what did you think of this episode? I actually have like so much to say about Black Mirror, which is crazy. <laughs> um, but like, I don't want, I just don't want to go into the ones that we aren't watching to, as to not spoil them. But one of the big themes throughout a lot of these is relationships and trying to find the perfect match and using these devices to best suit yourself and others around you. If you don't know me personally, you you wouldn't know that I have this crippling fear of technology and I'm scared of fucking shit like this. You wouldn't even like, let us get an Alexa. Uh, <laughs> I will not get an Alexa because I'm scared of it. So not all I, technology, these, though, because, I mean, you're well-versed no, in, like you know social media and you have computers it's not like you guys that's, are you know that's butter. fair no no no. i mean if you watch enough of this um, you can get scared of that too there's there's episodes for that i <laughs> <laughs> breaking the amish it's just a it's just like amazing to see what type of things people that created these episodes have have thought of mm-hmm. and how they seem like they could happen tomorrow honestly like it's just so mind-boggling to me and you know, the little Alexa 
button that they're using. Um, <laughs> that, that, there you go. That's it, it, that is what it looks well, like. It looks like an Alexa button. Yeah. While it doesn't look that high tech, I mean, if when you listen to what it's saying and what it's doing, it's just so crazy. It's like what we see today with like algorithms of, of our Instagrams and, and our TikToks and seeing what we want to see and what we don't want to see. And that's putting putting that into like our relationship and our love life like that is so insane. It just becomes like another piece of, of something to, to sell. Not everybody's getting so, on their TikTok. Not everybody's getting like puppies and thirst traps. That's just me. Yeah. No. Like I said, our well, algorithms, our algorithms have all diverged a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, something like that. In, and I don't, I don't remember when these were made. I would have to say five years ago, maybe this one was 2017. And I want to say, and yeah. San Junipero was 2016. So yeah. So, San Jacinto. Oh, so valid still. And I'm surprised that we haven't gotten to this point already when this was made. So the story itself, I really find interesting. Um, just like goes to show you like what the best thing for you. Only you know that and not some algorithm from something that you type in uh, information. You know, it's it's basically uh, knowing what you want and, and finding that connection organically as opposed to being set up with these things. And I, I really like that part of this. The the turning point of this episode is really interesting, too, because it goes from being really like high tech. I placed you with this person to now they're they've created this relationship and now it's personal. Like the the problems that are happening are now way past that technology. They're based on human nature. They're based on trust. Yes. So that's exactly. And I. I love that turn of this because it, to me, like that's what it all goes back to and what they're trying to portray. So um, I think that this one is really great in that sense. So that turn, I mean, totally necessary. That's how, you know, the, the end begin end begins. Um, But it makes the technology be a little suspect. Like the storytelling in both of these, I think is really good. We can talk about that later, Um, but it's good. It's good in this. I'm not, that's not a bad storytelling technique, but I think that, um, this is problematic because when he, you know, he, this thing tells him that they're going to be a certain amount of relationships. He's in this relationship. He looks at it and it says five years and he immediately, he knows this is a bad thing. So if this is, you know, if you can't play on somebody's human, if the device, I guess, can't play on your human nature of like, you know, being sad or being just waiting this time out, but it can play, it knows when you're cheating or it knows when you're, being distrustful that but that's what i i do no i i like this piece and this is i guess i'll defend this piece first because i think that my my favorite thing about all of black mary is i think it's all almost perfect writing like like i'd say like 20 of the 25 whatever episodes are like airtight locked in like yeah i can see where that would be a big thing on the show sometimes there are like different story elements i don't like love and there's like things that i don't love but like as far as like the way every line is written and the way like everything comes up in the order so so this part where like every everything in this is like it's a perfect distilling of all the different relationships you have 
what it takes to build a strong one, the tri- the trials and tribulations you're going to go through, and based on how you respond to this system world, it'll determine on how good of a match you would be in real life. The, the I mean, we, we're going to get to the rebellion rate at the very end, but uh, I like this piece because it's like it's the it addresses the a one part both partners have to go through different things but combined they go through everything you can really go through the she right. goes through dating the cool hot guy but he's kind of an irritating you all the time and he goes through the relationship <laughs> where like you both hate each other but you just stay in it cuz you just it's just complacency and you can't leave and then they do the one night stands at all of all types like the ones where like you you fantasize about the people you really want to be with and the ones where you're detached from reality and then when you're with the right person they still go through their own there's the missed the very first meeting is like that's a missed connection like oh we went on that one date and we never wanted a second one but we both wanted to but things never worked out so you get that one and then you get also this one you're talking about okay the the part where he they're they're together for a while and then he finally looks they agree not to look it's the breaking of the trust and that's what ruins relationships is breaking trust and then there's also uh when you're in a relationship and things are going fine and you want to self-sabotage because you're too you're like when's the other shoe gonna drop so i think i think everything everything that could come up organically in most long-term relationships is addressed in some way in you know a 48 minute technology centered world and i think that's tough and i think they are economical with it and i i I don't know i don't this one is i actually like the writing in this one even better than the other one well that's not fully true i think this one's a tighter story than the other one yeah i think so Um, too the other one i the other one i like more every time i watch it because the first everything before the twist i can well i watched the other one like thinking about not knowing the twist yet and i'm like i can see this one being a less accessible and then after you know the twist and you watch it a second time you're like oh that is the best writing i've ever seen in my life um <laughs> well we're two different people on that. well you only <laughs> partially when we watched that other one you were like oh, how does this one you didn't remember how it ended i'm like you don't remember how san junipero ends um but uh yeah this one i thought it was just perfectly tight writing did you uh, do you have any other uh things on on this one? Oh, i want to compare the couples at the end but i want to save that for after we do the other one no, I mean that was a that was a total nitpick on my part. You know, the whole it it's somehow it's technology but it's also part sort of sentient being. So I just this one to me is more obtainable in my yeah. head than the other mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that's what I said. And I agree. This is way more accessible to like the average person. Accessible, obtainable. Yeah, yeah obtainable. Say, what yeah. did I say? It's yeah. also more attainable, um, same thing. possibly. Yeah, oh, I mean, like the, realistically? Uh, realistically, I, time jumping and yeah. Well, the and other yeah. Well, when we the get the other ones, a lot pants. there's a lot more to tackle in the other one. Uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 yes, they're both thematic, not yes. current. Right, so start us off with that one. Wait, real quick before we go that one, got to the ending. Do you guys like the twist in this one? I like the ending. I like the rebellion from the technology that is so pushed down these people's throats. I have to disagree with you, Mama K. I don't think that these people are, like, willingly there. I feel like this was, like, the only chance that they get to find their perfect match. I guess that would put them willing to be there. But, like, they said, we don't know what's on the outside of those walls. There's nothing there. Like, well, how do, those, how do these people end up in this world? That's where I always don't like 
what what they mean by that because i don't get that um the other thing that i don't get is why people are so hard watching them like the guy with the fucking taser like i i don't i don't (laughs) understand why there's such terrible consequences if they don't follow the rules um but the the ending is is interesting um that's where they always start to lose me because i always say that i hate stuff that's like like multiple realities and mm-hmm. travel time travel i hate stuff like that Once and that's the, all the that technology black mirror kicks is in, you know like it is. <laughs> but it was just the story was fine. yeah you're fine with the story but as soon as the technology starts doing something you're like oh <laughs> no nope, i'm out <laughs> when the alexa button was enough for me yeah the button that's that's tame enough because I, you can when, you can grasp that <laughs> when the yeah. when you realize the button wasn't like your table's ready at chili's it was something totally different <laughs> Yeah, when you realize your whole world's been not real, and then there's a bunch of other not real worlds doing another not real thing, and then you're no, like, and, and you're like, no, nope, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, no alternate universes in my brain. Yeah, I, I, I like the ending. I, I think the twist was good. Um, I don't think it could have been, you know, going into, I was thinking that this was dark. So I wasn't expecting, honestly, any happy ending. So I kind of figured something really bad was waiting for them a couple of steps of the way. So, um, yeah, I was I was happy with this ending. And I think that it's okay to, you know, stick that little weird little Rod Serling thing on the end. Because that's what it felt like. It felt like a different, felt like a different tone story. And then all of a sudden, it, it, it you know, it kind of jumped the shark and went into the new waters. So, um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, the guy who made the show is Charlie Brooker, and he is he is like the Rod Serling of the show, where he writes mm. pretty much every episode. A couple of other episodes, other people have written, uh, but he doesn't really direct any of them. So he's he's purely the writer, and he he obviously doesn't come in and do a do a little monologue at the beginning. But um, he has a he has right. a stamp at the end of these. Uh, yeah, I I this isn't actually my favorite twist. It's a little. It's actually one of my not least like least favorite but like it's a lower level twist it's a it's good at wrapping this story up because this this one's kind of a hard one to actually wrap up in a traditional black mirror way where like you have a perfect twist that makes sense but my favorite part about the twists is when they make everything that just happened make more sense which i think is the next one that we're going to do is better at doing that because this one the the clues that you get there's the conversation they have about the simulated reality uh, we're like, oh, it's just a, we're all in a simulation. Oh, like, like, like you would have with like, you know, just a friend or something. And it makes sense. Uh, I like the 99.8% success rate that they keep touting. Yeah. And at the end they have the 99.8% match. Um, so yeah, that's what you, the, this, this whole, I guess we haven't really come out specifically and said it. The whole world that they're in this whole time is one of a thousand simulated realities between our lead characters, Frank and Amy. And the way the world calculates uh, compatibility is if you get a rebellion, if you, if you're, if the, the, the two versions of you try to get out of the system together before right. getting assigned your final people. So they have a 998 out of a thousand rebellion rate. I'd be curious what happens in those other two realities. Um, so they, <laughs> they are a good match. And then we see in real life, immediately real life snaps into the frame and it's not this slick minimalistic techno world. It's just a bar. And, uh, and I, I, I like both of these episodes too, cause they end with like uh like musical with visual kind of puns. And this one, mm. they're playing panic by the Smiths and then hang the DJ right. gets repeated over and over. And that's all about, you know, don't listen to the system. Don't listen to the, the, the DJ constantly plays what they're playing, but we're going to, we're going to hang the DJ. We're going to do our own thing. So good hang stuff. Alexa. Right. 
<laughs> that's why that's the uh Nicole when you said you don't like like the guards and like them escaping that it, it needs to feel like the world is against them and that's why yeah. if, if if the world is against you would you run away with your partner or is the, the pull of the world's problems too much for this relationship so, all right. Well, we'll cap that until we talk about the comparison <laughs> yeah, of the character. Yeah. Ca- cap it. Move on to the bigger, the bigger, f- messier, more mind-expanding one. Uh, Nicole, what's give us the lowdown on San Junipero? Oh, great! So <laughs> we see this this woman walking through a club in. I think it starts in the seventies, right? Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty-seven. Start. Yep. Starts in the 80s. I just can't remember sometimes. And she's walking around and playing the arcade games and sitting there awkwardly. And this other girl comes up and pretends to be friends with her so that she can get away from this creep. And we kind of have some pre-story about that very briefly that he she's trying to get away from this guy. Um, and then confides in this other stranger so that uh, he will walk away and leave him alone. And they start to hang out that night and start to learn about each other a little bit more. And the, um, I don't remember their names whatsoever. So I'm going to say girl one. Yorkie <laughs> um, is tall, shy Kelly. girl. Kelly is, yeah, yeah. The, the fun. I still didn't hear girl. what you said for the first girl. Yorkie and Kelly. Yorkie. Oh. Like the dog. Okay. Breed. Like, okay. <laughs> they say well, that in the episode. Yep. Yeah. Yorkie and Kelly start to talk about their lives and, um, Kelly makes a an advance at Yorkie, and she doesn't know what to do. So they they part ways, and time goes on. And I honestly, can't tell you what happens next because I forget because I hate this one. And um, <laughs> there might be a flash. We start to see them go sideways. Or... Yeah, we start to go through different uh, eras, and we see little things that make us think that things change because the TVs are different, and things on the TV are different, and the hairstyle. Yeah, movie poster, and the the arcade games are different. So, I think we're just kind of searching for this Kelly after things went sour. And uh, she finally asks the bartender where Kelly went, and he's like, "Did you check the Quagmire?" And she's heard of this previously, so she goes to the Quagmire, which looks like some underground, real uh, shady, dirty. Uh, heavy music. People are really strange and bizarre. Motorcycle club. Yeah, and sees the original guy that Kelly was running from, and he says some weird shit about time travel, and I'm... Ugh. And, uh... So... time travel. (laughs) Great. Here we go. Uh, So, um, I think they finally meet up again. This is just my interpretation, so please... Take it as you Your may. mileage may vary. Yeah. <laughs> they meet back up again and they finally say, oh, well, your husband left you because you're a bitch or whatever. And she's like, no, my husband died and I'm dying. Kelly is saying this. And she's like, oh, well, are you here for your test run or whatever? And we learn that San Junipero is the kind of afterlife paradise that people would want to go to. Um, as opposed to the religious route of heaven or whatever you would call it for yourself. And this is like where you live out your your favorite memories of life and with people that you love and they're all beautiful and you get to club every night and all this <laughs> stuff. 
And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm just here. Te-. They both said I'm here testing it out. And we come to find out that both of these women have some serious illness that is causing them to both be dying. And we learn that it's not actually a test run for, for Yorkie as she's been in a coma for years and years. And she's ready to pull the plug on herself, I guess. We, she can communicate even though she's been in a coma. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Kelly is dying from cancer, I think. So she's ready to to go as well, but not quite sold on San Junipero. She's kind of over it, uh, especially because she wants to meet with her husband and child again. So it's a whole story of them trying to figure out what they want to do with their afterlife. And I still don't understand the different eras. I don't get any of that. Would love to hear input from Mama Kay on what she thinks about this one, because uh, this is not my favorite. Yeah, no, I mean, you got, you got, like the, the episode, you got some of the timeline of when things happen in, out of order, but you, you got, you got the gist. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Thoughts on, on San Junipero? Whereas the other one was like kind of neat and fun and, um, like, I don't know, easy version. This felt like an 11. Like, I felt like I had to really concentrate on, on what, on what was happening, I felt like the end was going to be tricky if I didn't do that. So uh, I spent a lot of time with, you know, browse for trying to figure out what's going on. But I do um, like the first one. I do like um, the couple very much. I think that the the writing is really smart for this. And I think that the two main actors, they they pull it off much like much like in the first one. I think it's it's a combination of both those things that have to be, you know, spot on for these two look as good as they look and to come across as good as they are, because like Nicole keeps, you know, reiterating that this isn't, this isn't life. This isn't real life. There's, you know, weird things that happen and time travel is one of them. I agree with you. (laughs) Time travel is, I, um, first of all, it doesn't exist. So I'm very confused about it because people seem to have very big opinions, sort of like zombies. Uh, and so, and there's like, you know, factions of people who believe things and they cannot be swayed from that. Um, I think it's a a fertile world to play in and that's kind of, that's kind of what, what they did, but in a very, uh, you know, human loving, believable manner. So, um, I don't think I cared as much about what was happening in the flash, the mini flash forwards. It was just pushing the story along, uh, for me, but detail, uh, the details in all of it, you're right, Nicole, bring everything out. It's like every every time you're in an era, something something's different. When you start in the beginning, there's that huge poster of Lost Boys. I mean, this sits in the sweet spot of, you know, my musical growth. So I think that it's really, it, it, it feels like it's made for me. The clothes made me uncomfortable to watch because they were so relatable uh, to the time. You had the girl that you was that cool. purple suit. Well, I was going to say, you had the girl that was cool, like <laughs> Kelly, and then you had the rest of us who were dressed like boys and had boy haircuts, and <laughs> it was just, uh, it was an abomination in any deity's eyes, and, uh, but also the best time, because the music was so fun and so uh, kind of out there, and yeah, it was just fun. That's There was no, there was nothing deep behind any of that, so um, yeah, so that's where I land on this one. This is more of a thinker's thinkers episode yeah, i think this yeah this it's it really is uh and i didn't even think about it because i've seen them all so much you kind of get you, you forget what it was like the first time you watch it this one asks a lot of you you have to you have to pay every detail the greatest mind and you have to really be invested 
and yeah. you you have to follow the mechanics and remember and kind of remember them in your head because the time jumps are, occur. Yeah, because there's rules, definitely. There are rules, and they're they're not explicitly explained. And at the very end, and I, I think the episode does a good job at the end of explaining everything to where I don't ha- I didn't I never even the first time I watched it, I didn't have any questions once we get our explanation in the quote real world. Um, mm-hmm. But while watching it, you have to be able to follow what's going like. When someone says try another timeline, and then all of a sudden it flashes and says one week later, and she's in the nineties, you have to kind of go with that. You have to be like, he said try another timeline. These people right. can do that. We keep seeing clues that we keep seeing the one week later thing pat, pat, flashing up. They really, they really draw attention to it. I forgot how big of a pause it is when they do one week later's, and you learn why it's one week later later on, and you learn why you can go to different timelines later on. But they don't tell you in the things. So you have to. Just remember that they can do this. I still don't this. know why they don't do why they can they can go to different timelines though. Well, because San Junipero, I mean, we already kind of talked about it. San Junipero is a simulated heaven that you can upload your consciousness to the cloud. Basically, you could you can go. There's like different. It's like different uh, maps in a in a video game where like you can go to a map and you can pick a different map. When this in this world, you can pick. It's all one map. That's all the San Junipero town with the. The, the ocean and the mountains and the beach and all that stuff. But, but you can choose your you timeline. can choose your timeline because people yeah. are dying at different times and they want to go back to maybe when they were younger because a lot of it's nostalgia therapy at the beginning and then it becomes just like a place where you could live in an afterlife. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sure they started with one, like one, like basic one. And then you, they just, you know, like, and if you notice every time they go back, it's the same places just with the different clothes and the different posters and the right. different TV. Like they, they, they it's like the expansion any, pack. Exactly. Yeah. It really is like a video game where like it's the same exact map and they just change the skin over the map every time you change your decade. So if you think of it like that, it makes it makes sense why you know you can. It's easier to do that than to build like other towns. Like that would be really labor intensive on the people who created these things. Um, but you know, I guess you have to have a knowledge of how you people build video games to understand that. Um, what I really love about this one is just like. Like and I'm all of them obviously, but like all every line is something. Like every time, every line is like you hear it the first time, and it just sounds like regular conversation. I never get clued into the twist until the twist happens. Like maybe at the very like very close to the twist happening, but like when they're talking and she's like, oh, like small things. Like I've never been, I've never had a drink before. I've never been with anyone before. I've never been to a party. Oh, people are gonna stare at two girls dancing, which is weird in a Black Mirror thing because it's so modern. Like no one would do that nowadays. There's right. the she's playing the video game and the and it's the, the that one guy who's who's kind of always gets the short end <laughs> the guy in the glasses he walks up and is like oh you want to play a speed bus speed racer or whatever and she looks and a car rolls over and explodes and then she freaks out and there's a musical sting yeah. like oh no thanks like you learn why she freaks out to that kind of stuff later. The biggest thing that I I like that they drop is when she tells her that she can't be with her because she's got a fiance. And then later on, when they've had their interaction, she goes, I've never done this before. And she goes, I thought you had a fiance. And yeah. she just doesn't talk. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I I, don't, I didn't remember the, the twist. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Why would she say that? And then it just. <laughs> That's why the, the, tw- the twist is so good because it expla- like explains why she's never had any of these experience before. How she. But she also has a fiance. And like, it, right. it, it, and, it, and I think it explains it in a 
it's just oh, just a great like really logical way that like of course and it makes sense there are such small sad ones, as like, hell but yeah uh, yeah, I mean, again, like this is an uplifting episode, but it, it's not without its sadness and its and its uh, hard hard times. Uh, but there's even, there's a small moment when Kelly is talking to some guy who's hitting on her, and and he it's in but it's after uh, the first time her and Yorkie meet, and before they uh, they have sex the first time. But he's just like, oh hey, like what's going on? And we cut back between her talking to this guy and Yorkie, like, watching them from afar. And at one point, the guy says something like, yeah, so the doctors just had to remove all of the cartilage between my knees. You know, they were just worn down. I'm like, this guy's 24. Why is he talking about having the cartilage removed? Because he's some 80-year-old dude in a living assistant facility. It's just like, like, there's there's so many little lines like that. Like, the first time you watch it. They also say, like, when they're sitting up on top of the building and she looks down, she says, how many of these people do you think are dead? She's like, 85%. Yeah, oh yeah, the Wes at one point uh, Kelly's like, go date a local girl and she's like, the locals, they're like dead people, huh, get it? Because they're dead people, like, it's... Uh, it's Only it's, 85%. Uh, yeah. The other 15 well, that's are the, that's the, the, that's the, the other 15 are Are you a local a tor- or a tourist? At one point they say, right. like, you do, are you a local or a tourist? And, like, that's the difference between the people who have crossed over and the people who are sampling it and doing it in small doses. Which is another right. thing is they explain the rationing. Why does it happen every one week? Because they get one day a week for, I think they said, five hours where they get to explore. And that's another thing, mm-hmm. like, every once in a while people will disappear or reappear somewhere, but not overtly and like a costume change will happen but not overtly just like enough for you're like suspicious to what's going on but not so much to draw a bunch of attention to it and it all culminates with the big twist which is yeah this is an afterlife uh in real life kelly and yorkie are both very old women uh kelly is dying of uh like every cancer so she's she's spread all over (laughs) so she's she's exceptionally cancerous she's gonna die uh her husband died a couple years ago uh her her daughter she is she is she is exceptionally cancerous Uh, if that's not the quote i don't know holy shit and uh, so she's she's gonna die, uh, and we learn that Ke- uh, Yorkie has been in a coma since she was 21 uh, because she came out to her parents. Her parents were not about it. Sound, sounds like some sort of religious kind of thing. So she sped off and rolled a car, and she's been in a coma for, I don't know, what, 40, 50 years, he said. And so this system, when they finally developed it, and if you look, and I know, Nicole, you had a problem with, well, how do they communicate with her in comas? Not just in this episode, but in other Black Mirror episodes. They have technologies where, like, you can do basic, like, yes or no questions questions when you're in a coma you can do some some basic like mind to text stuff so she can in basic communicate with the outside world um but like it's you know uh, the, the whole digital any other episodes you would never know that i know but the whole di- if you if you can buy the whole digital heaven you don't think they have a yes or no button for coma patients i mean i, I feel like that technology is much closer than uh inventing heaven so i don't know but i think that's a i think that's a pretty <laughs> small thing you can overlook um we meet greg in real life fiance greg he's just this nice guy who's a nurse at the hospital and uh and he agreed to uh, marry her so that they could get a bunch of signatures so that she can pass over because her family won't do it they won't they they won't let her die they probably won't even let her cross over to this world i'm surprised Uh, that her parents are still alive at this point they gotta be old as shit 
They must be. Maybe she has. Sub- I, they said parents, but uh, yeah, I, they again. I don't know how long people live in this Black Mirror world. Uh, and then other, th- I mean, d- that's Yorkie's tough thing, but Kelly's tough thing. It, like after she, you know, agrees to, she does the marry instead to do like a kindness and like you know, so you can actually marry someone you you have a connection with. Uh, but Kelly doesn't isn't sold on going. She doesn't want to go because her husband chose not to go a couple years ago because they had a daughter who died as an adult. Um, and she didn't get the chance to, so he didn't want to go to go to this place and not be with her. Cause, and Kelly and Kelly even says, she's like, I don't think they're anywhere. She's she seems to not believe in an afterlife. So she thinks they're just gone, but she feels guilty if she were to go here and she, it feels wrong. But, uh, ultimately she, uh, Yorkie is, is able to, I mean, she kind of comes to it on her own terms. Um, but they end up together in a nice ending credits with, uh, I mean, we talked about the stinger hang the DJ in this one. The, this dwarfs it in comparison because you got uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth uh, <laughs> by Belinda Carlisle playing over the credits. Right. And then the final thing we see is the this giant warehouse full of the beeping, like, souls. Like, they have your uploaded consciousness, and they're plugging them into the wall. And you're like, we Heaven heaven is a place on Earth. We made it. We built it. First time I saw now taken. And I did cry the first time I saw this episode, and then I was laughing. <laughs> And then I was laughing out. <laughs> I was laughing out loud while with tears in my eyes when I saw the little machine stick them on the wall. I was like, "Ah, oh, it's so good! Oh, it's so wonderful!" And um, yeah, that's that's what I got to say. That's all I got to say about this one. Do you guys have any other any other thoughts on no, Sanjay Perro? You're fucking weird. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean, there's no guarantee that that's not what's happening right now. Uh, the only thing I don't love true. about this one is I don't love the quagmire. I don't think it works because it doesn't. Um, Those are all the lost souls. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, the lost boys from the poster in the very beginning. There's a title. Oh, uh, yes, from, from the lost boys. Yes. That's who it Maybe is. Maybe those are the people that were like. Um, people that died Terrible? by like electric chair and stuff. I, I think it's just they're bored <laughs> from living forever. Criminals. And like, that, so that's now, the word. I thought they're just, they were just bored from living forever, and they're just trying. She says, any, trying anything to feel something like they're just, um, you I know. know. I don't like it because it doesn't feel dark enough. It just it feels like what like a like a twelve year old's thoughts of like what's the scariest, edgiest place I could go to. It's the and haunted it's, mansion for an eight year old. I mean, yeah, that's a, it, <laughs> it. It feels like like it's like the edgiest. It's, it's supposed bar. to be like the edgiest, scariest place, and it's just. It's just a biker bar with some BDSM stuff. I mean, there's a cage where people punch each other, but that's about it. I mean, that's it's not it's not all that. It's not that scary. I, I didn't. It's think. It's basically and, Vegas on a Thursday. Yeah, it's 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 very. <laughs> if that's supposed to be the scary, I mean, maybe to Yorkie it's the scariest place in the world because Yorkie yeah. is never experienced anything in her life. Uh, yeah. But like, yeah, to any casual viewer watching, you're like, eh, I mean, it's, it's not my first place to go, but I'm not gonna like, I'm not terrified of it. Um, yeah, it's uh, definitely not hell. No, I mean, yeah, if that's the worst place in this place, I mean, that's uh, and uh, that's another thing. Would you guys, if they had this in real life, mm-hmm. any takers? I just live the same day every day? No, you, well, you don't live the same day, but, I mean, you now live in this town. And I, I, I figure they go to this yes. bar because the people who <clears throat> are visiting want to go have fun. But I figure people on the regular day don't have to just go to this bar every day. Like, you can... There are other places. The opportunities in town. are limited, though, to that town, and so it's sort of like being on a giant cruise ship. Are you the crew or are you the guest? Uh, I also don't know if bored. the people working there are real people or if those are. Yeah, AIs. I thought, they don't. I they thought don't talk about, about that, that too. So I, I don't know. And, and 
Although maybe if you live there all the time, you would want a job just to have yep. something to do. So I don't know. It just turns um, into real life at that point. It just turns into another version of, you know, uh, of never ends. life. Yeah. Do you want the, to die? The grind and, never ends. <laughs> the grind. Do you want to die and risk, you know, going to the place you believe you're going in the afterlife? I don't want to work in or? death. I don't want to work after I die. <laughs> Nicole embraces Nicole. the void. She's just, I'm out. <laughs> give, me, give me time to rest. <laughs> give me rest or give me death. Do not give me work. Let me rest while ghost. I'm dead. Recruiting <laughs> ghosts. Mom, okay, no. I mean, Mom, okay, you're a little closer to having to this decision. When uh, are you going to... Oh my God. Jesus Christ. How morbid. <laughs> so riddled, Black Mirror of riddled you. Riddled with cancer. I'm riddled <laughs> with age. <laughs> would you want to do this? If, if years. If you, if given the choice, would you would you upload yourself to the cloud? Okay. Well, the thing is, is I mean, for me, it would have to be. Is it only San? I think there are other Jalapeno? places. She Jalapeno? said, "Jacinto, San Jalapeno." You're not going to live in like San. In the back of the Chili's, San. There's different. Uh, it, it yeah. looks like in the warehouse that they're all stored, there are other blocks and sections. So I think there are other yeah. places. And at one point she says San Junipero is a party town. Junipero. I think she picked yeah. it because it. she said she's from Santa Rosa, California. Maybe it just kind of was. party town. Well, I think it more closely resembled where she was from, maybe. So that's why she picked it. But um, I don't think this is your only choice. But I don't know if you can yeah. hop between places. Well, um, I mean, it's pretty much Margaritaville. I mean, right? Oh, geez. yeah. So, how different is it from a retirement community? And exe- well, at least I have you a get feeling that I'm going to end up body. in San Junipero um, at some pretty point soon <laughs> in in real life. So I think I might be tired of it by then. So maybe if I picked another one, but I would do that. I mean, I, there's if you're going to get to the best of whatever you, the essence of your life is. Uh, and you're going to be able to live that in some place that you enjoy. And you could pick I'm your decade. Sure. You could you could swap decades around. You don't have to do the same one. Yeah. Every no, I'm pretty sure that I I would I would do that over the unknown. I mean, what if the unknown is honestly just a job? Well, yeah, you don't. I mean, no no one really knows what happens when we die. We could go nowhere, or we could go to any of the religion places, or yeah, we. <laughs> we, we, religion places. Yeah, I mean, they all got their different <laughs> concepts of different of places, the of of good and bad places you can go, and you know, you can either roll the dice with one of those, or you can yeah. take the known commodity of it's you know, it's a nice town. <laughs> I, it's a nice I, town. I, if there's expansion packages, which it appears that there are, um, I mean, something something else might come along during your time there. Yeah, this is really the only one I would want to live in because, you know, maybe <laughs> down the line we'll revisit something in future months. We'll give some time to breathe. But uh, I, I would like to go back and see some of the, the not-so-nice endings that happen in Black Mirror. But, uh, yeah, this this I is definitely one I would... San Junipero is where you want to live. San Junipero. Yeah. Even when you say it, like, right, you're not really fully saying it. I'm right. sorry, what is it? It's San Junipero, but you said, like, I don't know, you're, the way you <laughs> accent thing, maybe. So, l- all right, last thing before... Oh, okay. Last thing before we cut off on this podcast uh, thing before we cut off, I wanted to compare and we talked about it very briefly, but um, the two couples, I think these are like really strong couples and they're, and they're kind of different. Like Kelly and Yorkie are a little more, there's a little more push pull between them. Whereas uh, with, with Frank and Amy, they're much more idyllic, but there's also they, and the, it's kind of the outside forces they're fighting against. So, which which couple did you find more compelling? Did you like either or both or neither, uh, Nicole? 
Um, I think I like the, uh, Frank and Amy better because even after five years of him being with that other woman, they still managed to make it work afterwards. Nicola. I, think, I think it was only one year, but it probably felt like five It was five years. years. He was no, with Nicola have... for five years. No, Nicola. Oh, no, it was one. one year. It was one. It was one. They are he supposed, supposed to be, to be together with Amy for five, for five years. And then oh. he fucked it up. Dang. Yeah. I mean, I felt Nicola for five years. I'm not going to lie. I, I felt <laughs> Nicola after one dinner. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, my God. I felt her sitting at the table. I was like, oh no. She's so hilarious, though. I actually thought she was the best. She is funny. Yeah. She's very funny, but yeah. But um, yeah, okay. After even after one year, and and their feelings were so strong, and they they did their thing, and it all turned out to be like a dating app. And I thought that was really cute because me and Brenda met on a dating app, and I liked that. Would you like maybe we had to do this inside of our phones a a thousand times? That was us. But we (laughs) we hit. Do you think we hit 99.8%? I have no oh. idea. We're, but the thing is, this that's the problem with this world. It measures things in rebellion. We are not the most rebellious of people. I feel like we, <laughs> <laughs> we're not exceptionally pushy uh, in, in in realms. So um, we would, I think we would need I would a different scale I would never find Brennan because he would have been laying on a couch somewhere for all the dates <laughs> and just kept getting the fines or whatever. Kept getting the, the uh, zap from the guy for not showing up. <laughs> like I just I don't feel like going today. <laughs> the guy the guy just stands next to me tasing me for not following the rule. Mine's not a rebellion. Mine's like <laughs> like a it's a failure to show up for your court date. <laughs> Jesus, <Yeah>. Brennan. <laughs> he said so that did was you like, such... did you did you like Kelly and Yorkie at all or was, or was that whole episode just uh, tainted for No, you? that was all that was all so phony to me. I didn't like it because I just felt like they were using each other just to, uh, I don't know, get to the best place in, at the end of the day. I didn't feel that connection with them. Well, okay. Huh. Um, I felt a connection with, with both couples. I think it felt more um, sort of equal um, when it comes to the, the couple that were in the Tuk Tuk episode. Um, just they were they were they were yeah they were they were more alike um i could see you know i could see their you know their chemistry right away and the whole thing's about them getting back to one another and the other one's about sort of them finding each other um and it it was um it felt there were elements of it that felt really codependent for me on on the other episode uh with kelly and um yorkie um each one sort of grasping at the thing that they don't have, they didn't or don't have in life. So, um, yeah, both compelling, both interesting to watch, but, um, I'm, I'm more sold. I don't, I find the other, I find, uh, Kelly and Yorkie's relationship a little bit unhealthy because of, because of the I, codependency. I get that more, just like I like the episode more. I also, question their relationship more because like the first time yeah. i watch it I, th- this that episode came out before hang the dj so before that before this one if, if there were any couples in black mirror it was not a good it didn't end well or if they were someone was this was the bet this was the gold standard couple in black mirror until hang the dj came out so i, I okay. like you know because because there were there are other problems in other episodes uh but i like i really like like the two of them like overcoming their obstacles but yeah on more watches there is 
their happily ever after is going to have some bumps in the road when York yeah. Yorkie is like very stunted because she has only lived a quarter of the life that Kelly lives and it, and it shows it shows with how they you know act in general but uh, and yeah Kelly I mean, I don't know how she was. It sounds like in her regular life, she was pretty regular. And then when her husband died, she got this opportunity. She just went hog wild. So maybe she's ready to settle down again. I don't know. Um, but like Amy and Frank and the actors that play them, Georgina Campbell and Joe Cole are like perfect. Yeah. Like, I, they're I think so too. Mate, They are really good. They are like, they, I was trying to picture if the two leads didn't have just perfect chem it's such good chemistry it's like it's it's stupid good chemistry like you, I, you cannot help but like these two and then when they're drawn in comparison to their their other long-term counterparts lenny and, Nic- and nicola you're just like oh these fucking people <laughs> like but <laughs> but then but as soon so as they see each other again you're just like oh thank god they see each other again like oh thank god they're together like you you just they're so rootable and like i think like it, i think like it's a really tight episode not the best twist and if those two were different actors with like weak chemistry or you didn't you didn't buy it as much this would be a way flatter episode. Yeah. I think I think yeah. they, they sell super it. they elevate the material, which is it's solid material, but they really elevate it. And that's why these are both top five for me. Um and, and they're the, the nicer ones. There are you know, we'll get to the not nice ones at another time. But uh these two episodes, uh we'll start with uh, Hang the DJ. Nicole, are you gonna recommend Hang the DJ? Sure. Mama K? <laughs> yeah, hang the DJ is fun. And what about San Junipero, Nicole? Um, sure. Other people will like it. Oh, despite you not liking it at all? <laughs> so you hated it? You know how I rate my suggestions. You're not rating giving it to the Nicoles, you're just giving it to everybody? Yep. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, I mean, I, w- I would give this one a pass, too. Um, I think that people who probably like the movies that I like might like this one better than the one that I recommend higher. But, um, yeah, it's fine. I prefer San Junipero to hang the DJ because there's more meat on the bone. There's more you go back every time. And the DJ is more of like a comfort food. Like I'll go back and watch that when I just want to watch a, a nice oh, thing. Oh yeah, that I it's like. Notting Hill for sure. Like this is you know this is the it's, rom the rom com yeah. of Black Mirror. And then San Junipero is a much more of an exercise. Like you have to you have to you have to want to be thinking about stuff in that one and yeah hang the dj is just a nice i don't want to exercise so (laughs) so that is the end of this episode uh this black mirror two episode dive maybe we'll dive deeper into something else down the road we'll give you give some time off to let let it breathe but uh i think we'll be returning this was a nice solid conversation lots to talk about that's what's important so (laughs) in the meantime uh we're going into october end of the year lots more stuff if you have anything to recommend to us, Films with the Women of My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pot host. And you can email the show, Films with the Women at gmail.com. Thank you guys for being on for my host pick. Yes. You're Sanja Welko. Until <laughs> next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions 
at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.